Nation, Lady Young. She's a former U.S. representative, and uh, she's now running for U.S. representative again in District 34, the great state of Texas. It's Mida Flores. Mida, how are you? Good to see you. I'm doing so good. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. No, you're very welcome. I, I really love having you on the program because you always, always, always seem to be making news and in the, <laughs> in the, in the very best possible way. You're somebody <laughs> who is from Mexico. You're an American citizen. You're the first female who was born in Mexico to ever serve in the House of Representatives. But more importantly, you really understand what's going on at the border. And the people on the border, although historically they think they're Democrats, they're really not. They're conservative people. They are religious people. They are family-oriented people. And I think they're starting to wake up to the fact that the Democrats don't really care about them. Does that make sense to you? I mean, along the border, I think they were taken for granted for a long time. Oh, absolutely. I was born in, in Mexico and raised with strong conservative values. And when I came here to the United States, well, I was continued to to be raised with those strong conservative values. It didn't right. change, you know, but the Democrat Party doesn't represent our values, but they've lied to the Hispanic community for decades. They've told us that the Republican Party is not the party of the poor. You know, it's not the party of the working class. And we're right. realizing that that's not true. Yeah, what's interesting about it is, like I just said, before we started, I, I was talking about my grandfather came from Italy. Um, being somebody who's Italian, I was raised Catholic. I was raised Christian. I was raised that the family unit is important. I was raised that a value system in a community is good. And I think Hispanics and Italians, look, Italians are original Latin people. We're Latinos. <laughs> So, I mean, I think that we're all sort of the same. I think the black community falls into that as well. Very religious, very values-oriented. How did the Democrats do it, do you think? How did they convince people that they were on your side just because they showed up? Because they've never really done anything in a positive fashion for minorities. Why did they get away with it, do you think? Well, because they were investing in the Spanish, you know, networks, you know, the Republican Party, you know, for a long time. And I'll be honest, for a long time, wasn't investing in the Hispanic community, at least not here in South Texas. And all we saw was the Democrat Party on Univision and Telemundo. We were not hearing the conservative voices that we are hearing today. And I'm so happy to see the Republican Party investing in the Hispanic community because the Republican Party is a party of faith, family and those strong values values that we were raised with, the Democrat Party of today does not have any values, does not represent the hardworking class that we are, because yeah. we are very hardworking. And it's just anti-American. And the Hispanic community, we're all Americans, you know, they try yes. to divide us. But at the end of the day, we are all Americans and our values are American values. She's running for District 34, Republican out of the great state of Texas. It's Mata Flores. Go to M-A-Y-R-A-F-L-O-R-E-S-F-O-R, congress.com, and support her candidacy. Mata, I think the problem that the left makes, and I hope they keep on doing this because it's really <laughs> dumb, but I think they make the assumption that Hispanics in America um, are for open borders. I think they think that Hispanics in America want more illegal immigration. That's really a, that's a dumb thing to say because it's actually hurting Del Rio and McAllen and Brownsville and El Paso and, and Eagle Pass. And these are big time Hispanic communities. It's hurting them first. They're on the front lines, right? Absolutely. It's just like on the face. Look, I came here to the United States legally and I want every child to experience the same, have the same experience that I did when I was six years old. And right. what these children go through right now is just, it's inhumane. They go through so much trauma and abuse. Why would anyone encourage illegal immigration knowing it's funding the cartel? Cause the cartel is making billion dollars, 
billions of dollars a year and they abuse them, take advantage of immigrants. So illegal immigration is hurting us all. That's why it's so important for us to secure the border. It keeps the American people safe, but it also saves lives and it also protects the good people that are wanting to come here, but we want to encourage them to come here legally. I'm all for legal immigration, but not illegal immigration. We need to allow our border patrol agents to enforce the laws and for them to focus on the terrorists and the drug traffickers, human traffickers, but they're not able to. Why? Because they're focused on the families that are coming in and not so much families anymore. You see a lot of single men, you know, coming in with children as well. And that's also a problem because do do we know if they're actually related to the child? Nope. There's no DNA testing being done right now. We're just taking their word. Many of them don't even have documentation to prove that they're related to the child. I don't know why it's a controversy that I want DNA tests to be done on these children. Why? Because I want them to be safe. Right. You know, the United States is also leads in child sex trafficking and child pornography. So it's so important that children into the United States that we make sure that we're sending them to families if we're not going to send them back to their home country, which I believe that's what we should be doing. Well, there are a few things there that you hit on. I I think it's very important to reiterate it. First of all, we're getting a lot of people not from the Northern Triangle anymore. We're not getting from Honduras and El Salvador and, and Guatemala. We're getting them from China. We're getting them from the, from the Absolutely. coast of Africa. We're getting them from the Middle East. We actually had a Middle Eastern guy, what, about a, three weeks ago, who came over and told a reporter, you're going to know who I am. You're going to know exactly who I am. I'm like, why are you here? And why are we exactly. letting them in? So I've also heard stories, and maybe you know about this, that 85 to, to 90,000 children are just unaccounted for. We don't know where they are. Is that true? It is true. So these children come in with a little paper in their pocket, you know, with a name and a phone number, and they're sent to their so-called sponsor, you know, families. 30 days later, these sponsors or so-called family members are no longer answering our phone anymore. And we have over 85,000 cases right now that we don't know where these children are at. And it's it's so sad because I just don't see any outrage from the left. They act like they care about these children and about immigrants, but it's all fake. They just use them for their political gain. That's well, it. I mean, when, when Trump was in office, I think there were 500 kids that were separated from their parents because Correct. the parents broke the law. If I go and steal something, I'm going to go to jail, too, and I'll Absolutely. be separated from my kids. So, I mean, it, that's not different. But there were 500. We're talking about 85,000 children. And you're the one that actually told me about rape trees. I didn't even know about that. So you've got sex trafficking, human trafficking. People are being raped the entire way across. Mm-hmm. And, and for, for some reason, we're still keeping the magnets alive. We're still enticing them to come here. Maida, should you wait? And God, I hope you do. What do you do about that when you get there? I mean, we couldn't even impeach my orcas the other day. That was such an embarrassment. We need to allow our border patrol agents to enforce the laws that we already have in place. You know, we're we're wanting to create all these laws, but if we can't even enforce the ones that we currently have right now, it just defeats the purpose. We need to allow our border patrol agents to enforce the laws that we have right now. And the Biden administration refuses to allow our border patrol agents to enforce the laws. He doesn't need Congress permission to secure the border. We already have those laws in place, but we do need legislation to create laws that are harsher on criminals. For example, anybody who traffics um, or is involved in child trafficking in the United States should be given life in prison. Right. Like, I believe in second chances, but anybody who brings in children to be sold into trafficking should be put in prison for the rest of their lives. So if we need laws, we do, but 
harsher laws on criminals. Not we're not even, we're not even talking about Maro, we're not even talking about that. What we're talking about in Congress mm-hmm. is throwing billions of more dollars at the border so that they I guess they can process more people and they I can change that. and they can change more diapers. No nobody they're not making it harder for drug traffickers or the cartels. I think Mayorkas and Biden himself are in cahoots or they're aiding and abetting anyway, the, the drug cartels. I don't know if you talk about this much. I know that it's out there, but you're married to a border patrol guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's what what is what is he getting? What is he getting from the front lines? I mean, there's, they have to be deflated because he's literally told, "Don't do your job." It, it is very difficult for our border patrol agents right now. My husband has been a border patrol agent for about 15 years now, and my uncle is also a border patrol agent as well here in South Texas. And my family comes from law enforcement. I'm very proud of our men and women in law enforcement, but they've right. made it so difficult. They're forced to do things that they don't want to do. They want to secure the border. They want to be able to enforce the laws, but they're focus on the children that are coming in and processing thousands and thousands of people every single day. They're not able to focus on the terrorists that are also coming in our country right. and the drug traffickers. And no one is talking about how fentanyl is killing hundreds of Americans every single day. And yeah. God forbid that it touches our loved ones. And I ask parents to please talk to their children about fentanyl. It's a poison. It's not even a drug. It's a poison that is killing Americans every single day. And it's time that we care not only when it impacts us, we need to care now before it impacts our loved ones. I couldn't agree more. You know, it's, it's Mida Flores. Go to MidaFloresForCongress.com. Support our candidacy, Texas 34. You're so right. I mean, we've got through China. China is going through Mexico, through the cartels. They're all making billions of dollars to poison us. And, and I got to tell you, if we, if we lost 70,000 to 100,000 Americans by some enemy dropping a bomb, we would go to war immediately. But yet we act like it's no right. big deal. And we, we literally know where the cartels are, but we're doing nothing about it. When Trump was in office, none of this was going on because Trump used his leverage against the president of Mexico. Hey, you got to keep him in Mexico. If you come across, we're not going to catch and release. We're going to catch him. We're going to put you in detention. I mean, those things are very easy for Biden to fix tomorrow. Why do you think Absolutely. he does it? He could do it tomorrow. Because he doesn't want to. It's simple as that. He could do it. He has the power to do it, but just doesn't want to. Why do you think he doesn't want to? Why? I don't understand. You know, I I don't understand why the president of the United States does not want to keep the American people safe. He is there just to benefit himself and his party and not the American people. But look, we're so worried about Hamas, which we should. It's a huge threat to to the world but we have a hamas right across the border it's called the cartel why don't we care why are we only worried about hamas when the cartel is right here right next to us and they're doing the same things that hamas is doing they're also decapitating and killing people in mexico why do we only care that it's happening over there but not here right next to us we should care just as much you know great point it, it just disappoints me because this is right next to me. I'm right here, you know, in McAllen. The border is only an hour away, and we have the Mexican cartel making $13 billion a year. And, you know, not only killing thousands of people in Mexico, and they have the people of Mexico terrorized. I don't go to Mexico as often. Why? Because I'm afraid. And I'm sure there's thousands and millions of Mexican Americans that don't go to Mexico to visit their loved ones because they're afraid. Why would I want what I'm afraid 
to come here to the United States. I'm a proud American. This is the greatest country in the world. And that is the reason why I want to protect it, because I don't want to see what I have seen happen in Mexico happen here in the United States. Former U.S. representative and uh, now candidate for District 34 in the great state of Texas, it's Maida Flores. Uh, Maida, I'm against early voting. I think that Election Day <laughs> should be the day of. But what we, learned, what we learned in 2020 and what we learned again in 2022 is that the Democrats are very, very good at using this early voting stuff. They're very yes. good at the mail-in ballot stuff. So if it's going to be available, we want everybody to go and utilize that. It turns Absolutely. out most Republicans vote on the day of. Most Democrats will mail in or vote early. So you want to you want to get people going and get them charged up about voting early. When does it start here in Texas? I want them to go vote early or on election day. I just don't want to hear the excuse on election day. Well, I had to get out of line because it took too long and over 20 people. I I mean, I lost count uh, how many people told me last election, hey, I was going to vote, but it had been over an hour and I just couldn't wait anymore. So if you have the flexibility, okay, go vote on election day. But if you have a tight schedule, go vote early. I just don't want to hear any excuses. Early voting starts on February the 20th and ends on March 1st. And election day is on March 5th. This is the most important election of our lifetime. Our children, our country is worth fighting for. So I humbly ask for your support and humbly ask for you to go vote. Again, now we're national, as you know, so in your state, find out when early voting starts. Here in Texas, it's one week from today as we do this interview. And again, I don't like the concept of early voting, but I haven't (laughs) early voted. I want to make sure that people take advantage of it. And you're right. So many people make excuses for why they can't go on Election Day. You've got like a long time. What is it? A week and a half, two weeks before to go and vote. I mean, so go take advantage of it. Exactly. If it's there, take advantage of it. If not, they will. So it's so important that we encourage people to go out to vote. But if you have flexibility and you're able to vote on Election Day, absolutely. But if you have a tight schedule, early voting is for you. Absolutely. It's Mata Flores. She's running for District 34, Republican, great state of Texas. How is the polling looking? Is this is this this is not a new seat, right? Is that this is this is one that already is being held by a Democrat or no? Absolutely. Uh, Vicente Gonzalez is uh, the current congressman uh, here who is failing the people of Texas 34. He is pushing for billions of dollars right now to be sent to to Ukraine, to many other countries except the United States. I mean, he is not even advocating for border security. He is not bringing the, the needs and the fundings that we need here in South Texas. And it's important that we have the right representation in Congress. And that puts the American people first and not last. He's putting Texas District 34 last. And it's time that we put Texas District 34 first. Like you're the very, way it should always be. I agree. Uh, you're always very good at the numbers. The last election, what was this, a Biden plus eight or plus 16? What was this district? This was a, a, a D15. It's now a D8 because of wow. the work that we have been putting in. And on recent polls actually have us up by two. So wow. it's so important that we continue, you know, pushing and not give up. This is, again, the number one uh, pickup seat here in Texas. It's the only possible pickup here in Texas. So we need all the help and all the attention in this district. And I am so grateful to everyone throughout the country that has donated to our campaign. I would not be able to do what I do if it wasn't because of the support of right. the people here in Texas 34 and all over the country that understand how important my race is, not just for South Texas, but for the country. 
For those who don't know, this guy Vicente uh, Gonzalez, if I recall, somebody that he was working with, somebody that was working with him or interviewed him or something, they were photoshopping your, your face to make you look differently. They were attacking you, calling you all sorts of name, a fajita or something stupid. I mean, oh, at, yeah. at the end of the day, this, this guy's an immature dork that I don't think should be in Congress. My words, not yours. I don't think he should be in Congress, and I think you would be much better for the people of that area. Are they waking up to the fact that he's just a politician and that you're they somebody who wants to up. fix it? They are waking up. And look, it's funny. He's uh, he's has stated that he's more American because he was born here and I was born in Mexico. How about that? (laughs) I'm actually more of an American than he is. Everything that he stands for is an American when he advocates for open borders and advocates to send ninety five billion dollars to Ukraine and not the American people. That is un-American. Are you getting the support of President Trump? I know that you've spoken with him before. Is he backing you this time? Yes, we just recently got his endorsement. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy uh, to to have his support, and I've always supported him as well, and I am really grateful to have his support. It's an honor. Okay, early voting on the 20th here in Texas. If you're in a different state, and, and millions of you are, go and find yes. out exactly how it's happening in your state. Again, as a conservative guy, I think there should be one election <laughs> day, but if this is the way it's going to be, the Democrats will take advantage of this. We Absolutely. have to be smart and take advantage of it as well. That's really the message, right? That's right, because if we don't, they will. That's why I'm constantly in Spanish radio as well, and uh on Univision and Telemundo spreading the conservative message because if I don't do it, they will. And all they do is spread misinformation. So it's so important that I'm in the Spanish networks, English. I mean, I try to be all over because I want all people to hear our conservative message and to love and respect this country. You know, my father, who knows very little uh, English, and he loves this country more than you'll ever know. And I tell him, Dad, even though you don't know a lot of English, I want you to know that you are an American. You love this country, respect this country. And that's all I want. I just want people to respect our country and appreciate what this country has given us. Mata Flores for Congress.com. Go and support her right now. Do the early voting wherever you happen to be. And Mata, come back again soon. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. God bless you. You're very welcome. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Flores joined us. Also, Sheriff Mark Lamb will post those videos later on tonight. That is Polo. That is Sam. I'm Joe. We're out of here. Back tomorrow night. Have a great one. This is the Joe Pegg Show.